Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveals. That show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's geeky, that's weekly, that's geekly. And despite all odds, we're still here. It's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my plucky co host, which lets you tell people who it is that you are. Hey, it's me, it's Stephanie, aka the one who just coughed right while Dom was introducing himself. Um. I am all over the internet. I'm Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and Hello Steph on Instagram. And don't worry, it's not COVID. I think it's just a sinus infection. And what up? It's me, Eric. I've been gone for a while, and yes, I am also sick. And also, you can't find me anywhere on the internet. Good luck trying. Oh, I can find you on the internet. Well, yeah, you specific people can can find me on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The internet is... uh... You know, the implosion is slower than I thought it would be. Uh, people are being ethical in logging out of stuff like Twitter, but it has not collapsed. Uh, it's it's not a cesspit yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a waste dump, but it has not hit full just cesspool. There's still buildings sticking out of it, so um, we don't have to sell our houses to Aquaman yet. Yeah, my favorite thing about the Twitter meltdown is every time a company or like a, a journalism... A journalism... Journalism uh, writes an article about Tumblr and like what's going on with Musk. They include at the end, like when reached for comment, Twitter did not respond because they no longer have a communications department, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. just the best thing to say. <laughs> just put some context behind that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, it is interesting. Um, I think the the update that I saw is that some advertisers are coming back, and I think that was before. Uh, just since this stuff takes so long to do, it may have been before all the uh, uh, right-wing extremists were allowed to come back and before the latest Kanye debacle, which we'll get yeah. into. And before um, Trump then said that we should just get rid of the Constitution. Which is... I didn't see that. I've, I've not been keeping up, but uh, yeah, so <laughs> the fear is that uh, six months down the line, Twitter will still be standing because momentum takes a long time to knock things out. And people say, see, Elon Musk wasn't so bad. He defied his critics when it's like, Look, man, I think he just wasn't competent enough to destroy it in six months. But hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. How y'all doing? How's your week's been? Besides being sick, I guess you're both sick. That's sort of an update. Yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer. I mean, I'm still yeah. on strike, but I have fresh hair. So, <laughs> you know, you win some, you lose some. And I, That's true. I was on vacation this past week, which, you know, up until like the last three days was pretty good. Um, played a lot of video games slept just ed, too much <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes no your body thing. needs it right yeah it, it always does feel bad though when you're like I'm gonna take this week long vacation what did you do on your week long vacation well I slept <laughs> like it's a it's a weird feeling but yeah it was uh, it was nice you know Good. I exiled myself from the podcast last week as uh a way to recover a little bit more, and I guess I did. But we also respect your decision and needs. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, my decision and need that night was I felt like I needed to lay down and play more Pokemon. So, (laughs) Scarlet and Violet? Yes, yeah. Which one did you go for? You told us this. Did you Violet? You got both, right? I have both. I started Scarlet until, like, I started polling my friends who were also playing. I was like, oh, what version are you playing? Oh, Scarlet. What version are you playing? Scarlet. And then I was like, well, after the fifth friend told me they were playing Scarlet, I was like, well, I have Violet, so I might as well just restart this while it's early on. (laughs) And Hmm. I did. 
Um, cool. I heard uh, from what I've been seeing is this is the worst optimized Pokemon game that's ever been released, and potentially one of the better like actual gameplay. It's super fun of all the Pokemon games. It's really fun. It's just a shame that it does run pretty poorly, though. Like they did put out a patch this week that did fix some of the performance issues, not all of them. Um, yeah, I heard they actually addressed it too and said, hey, we're sorry this game's so busted. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean they fully recognize it. It's, it's just, they, it's like, well then why did you release it? It's like, oh well holidays, you know, they gotta get it out in time for Christmas, so It, it could've came out this week <laughs> Yeah, it could've, but it, oh, it's whatever hey, Capitalism it's, is what it is, right? It's fun It's fine. It, it's one of those things where people online who are loudly complaining about, um performance issues with a switch game every time i see that i'm like yeah dog switch game like you can't you can't expect 60 frames per second like 4k output like i i understand that you also like expect a game to be like you know visually cohesive or as people like to put that playable which i'm like hey it's playable (laughs) you can play it like (laughs) yeah and there's it's not Twitch reflexes. It's not like a Mario game where you have to move a lot and no. like fall to the floor where the pop-in could hurt you usually. Like, most uh, of the time, like, you're in a battle screen or, like, you're just, like, yeah, it kind of sucks that it can be, like, stuttery on the world map. But, like, hey, man, like, just, there was a time where we all played games at 24 frames per second or less and we, like, we're fine with it. Like, just, you, have, you just have yeah. to adjust your expectations. Yeah, I think it's the, uh... Is the it's Breath of the Wild and like Mario Odyssey and Xenoblade? Yeah, they kind of said, "Hey, we don't need high fidelity. We just want it to run smooth. And if it's twenty four locked smooth, yeah, fine. It's the the jitteriness yeah. I think that bothers people. Um, because the Switch can do some wild. There was a game you told me about that you're like, I have no idea how this even runs on the Switch. I forget what game that was. <laughs> There's a couple that can." Man, Sonic Frontiers runs on the Switch, doesn't it? It does. I can't imagine how well it runs on the Switch. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I remember talking about something that I was kind of confused as to how, like... Oh, Monster Hunter Rise. It looks, like, absolutely beautiful. Um, and a lot of that has to do with, like, optimization of, like, whatever, like, internal system they're using. And uh, I know we... I think that's what people want the most. Yeah. Because and... bad graphics are, like... I don't need my Pokemon game to look beautiful, but... yeah. Part of the problem, I think especially they just did Arce- Arceus, and yeah. that had some massive like pop in and background frame rate. But for the most part, there weren't like Pokemon that were like uh, glitching out of existence or stuff. Like yeah. That. So and like I think the difference is is like in this one, the world is more densely populated than it was in Arceus, and there's like no loading screens per se. Like you're, it's just an open world. Um, oh, cool. So, like, except for like going into like gyms and stuff like that, which like sure that's kind of always been where they did the loading any even back at the game boy yeah so it's you know know, it there's differences and it's it's clear that they use kind of the same system and i know that this is us just jumping right into talking about a a topic really is talking about pokemon but i think that was more from last week when i was not here um yeah we're just kind of having some chatter about some some gaming yeah it uh it, it does show promise for like what they will do in the future and like i think this game is fine i think it's very fun like i think it it's a good Pokemon game. I think my bigger complaint is that the battle animations still kind of suck. Um, That's and there's like no reason uh, for that other than like, actually, okay, there is a reason for that. Every time people on the internet say there's no reason for it, it kind of makes me a little bit mad. Cause you have to think 
there are now like almost like a thousand Pokemon. Those battle animations have to work for all 1,000 of those models. Like, that is a lot of animating work. (laughs) Like, so making it simpler, I understand. Uh, That's also why when people are always like, oh, they're if you look at it, they're still using the models that are from X and Y when we first moved to these 3D, and it's like, yeah, man. Okay, like, I don't... Do you expect them to remodel a thousand Pokemon every time? Like... (laughs) I wouldn't, especially since most of them aren't, like, really accessible for the most part, or... Yeah. Like, oh, no, it looks a little bit weird when Voltorb does tackle. You know, he was really torn... You know, everyone's favorite tournament-viable Pokemon, Voltorb, you know? (laughs) Like... And, like, hell, people who are, like, speedrunning or playing, like, tournament modes, they often turn battle animations off to make things move faster. So, like, why the fuck do you care? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for some people, for some Pokemon, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Other Pokemon, like, I don't don't care if Eevee, if, like, not Eevee, but, like, Ghastly's animations are a little bit jank. Yeah, it's... It's one of those things where Pokemon fans are one of the, like, most vocal fandoms where they will buy every game but they will absolutely complain about every last thing in it uh yeah that's true and some of it's legit complaints some of it's like hey relax it really depends on how they're going about it because saying i just wish this was my dream game is a lot different than it's bad because it's not my dream game right and you know i've got my complaints about it too but i'm also i don't know i'm more of a chill gamer where I look at it, and I'm like, hey, it's it's cool that they made this. Like, I can't make this. <laughs> yeah, and their target demographic is children. Ten-year-olds are going to yeah. be like, yo, yeah. I could put a crystal on my Pokemon's head and yeah. it does oh, a God. laser beam. Yes, I do think that that mechanic is super stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> not because... I, I actually think it's a really cool mechanic where you like your Pokemon has like a secret third type that isn't always one of their first two. So, like, you know, once per battle or whatever, for a few turns, you can turn them into that third type to give them different stats, basically. And I think that's really cool. I think putting a hat on the Pokemon and turning them into crystals is very stupid visually. They they (laughs) could have just went with the turning them into crystal. I feel like that would have been (laughs) probably easy. Just so overkill. And, like, you look and you're like, God, that looks so dumb. Some some (laughs) of them don't look good. It works with fire. It doesn't work with, like, dragon or whatever. Yeah. There, there are some that I still haven't even seen in the game, just because like you just don't encounter them all that often. But like fairies, it's like a big heart with wings. Like it's, I'm pretty sure the dragon one is just like a Charizard icon or something. Yeah. I thought I saw. But uh, did you play against uh, Iono yet? The oh sh- yeah, the, the streamer gym leader. Oh yeah, who's doing a live stream while you're there? Yeah, I thought she was a VTuber at first, just because of like I, the way it's I presented. I thought that too. Yeah. Uh, then she just walks out and she's a person. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, plot twist. She is a VTuber. So is Porygon. (laughs) They can exist in both spaces. Though, um... That wasn't a cool idea. It was. She's not my favorite gym leader, though. Because, like, she's getting, like, a lot of the attention online. But my favorite gym leader is Larry, who is the normal type gym leader. And he's just a, like, a salary man. Like, they they translated it as to, like, a the every... Oh, what are they? They didn't call it the Everyman, but just kind of like the something similar. In, no, because like it was clear that he was made to be a salaryman stereotype in Japanese, but like they couldn't translate that to English and have it mean anything to people who don't know the culture. So yeah, I would have just left man. it. Yeah, yo, he is just a tired guy. <laughs> He's just a tired dude with a briefcase and a suit. Like 
and he's eating at a restaurant and the whole thing is that like it's just death of a salesman yeah, like he, it's literally like he actually yeah that's what says literally he he literally is like you fight him in this restaurant and he's like can we make this battle fast my boss needs me back in the office like it's literally just a dude <laughs> which it it solidifies any implication that pokemon be, being a gym leader doesn't pay no. that well yeah <laughs> It was awesome. That's... I loved that. Like, and that whole gym experience is great because, like, each of these gyms have, like, a gym challenge, quote-unquote, where it's, like, you have to go and, like, solve a puzzle or do a stupid thing. His was, like, they you had to go and find clues around the town, and you got those clues by battling other trainers, and that those clues were to get you to order a secret menu item at the restaurant, which would trigger the battle with him. Which was, like, a cool concept. Like, it sounds like he just needed to get you out of his hair for a little bit, and then you get his food for him because he's just well, so busy. And so, like, if you were like me, if you were like me and you didn't do, like, you didn't look at any of the spoilers, so I didn't know what any of the gym leaders looked like other than the VTuber because it was all over the place, like, or the, the streamer because you just couldn't avoid that. Um, yeah. You At one point, it tells you to go ask a regular at the restaurant what the favorite, what the best dish there is, and you go in and you talk to a few people and then you finally talk to the guy and he's like oh like uh like their their rice balls are really good and then you go in and order and you realize the guy that you asked the dish about was the gym leader (laughs) (laughs) that's really cool actually just i I like that it's just always been the case but i love that they're making it more and more that pokemon stuff is just commonplace yeah like okay yeah like the gym leader just getting dinner and or lunch Yep. <laughs> they're, just, they're just like, man, do we have to fight right now? Yeah, he, like, he's literally like, he's like, right he's in front like, of my salad. Like, yeah, he's literally. <laughs> oh, the funniest thing about that is like, I had a big chuckle because the restaurant, he's like over at the bar and the restaurant has like this big seating area that you can't get into because that's apparently like, because that's where eventually the battle takes place. But when it turns into the gym battle floor, the floor just sinks into the ground and there's people sitting there eating. Like, <laughs> Like, those people are just gone. Like, <laughs> you use like a water. T- you use surf. It just floods all their food. Like this is. I mean, this is just our life. Like, like they just sink down into the ground, and like a new floor comes up. I'm like, those people are like in jail now. That's, like, that's the platform from Netflix. <laughs> oh, well, like that- like I don't know. I mean, it's to live in the Pokemon universe must be so wild just to begin with. Like. The fact that there are there animals that can end your animals. life, <laughs> like, like, and like none, there aren't any regular animals in Pokemon World. Like if you're having a, a thing, steak, someone killed a Taurus and yeah. is there, feeding it to there you. There are regular animals though, because there are birds that are not Pokemon that fly around in this game. So yeah, that's that's a mistake they've made since the first one. Is that there's birds that aren't just like Pidgeys and stuff. It's like no, that's just a, a bird. Yeah. It's a bird. Like, what this Pokemon is... is it? No, it's just a bird. Like... Well, did you know that it's inferred in the lore that humans are Pokemon? Yeah. The... Which is... I don't like that because <laughs> you can't catch one with a Master Ball. Right. <laughs> or so can you? Is you that don't our... know. Like... I mean, in the game you can't. Sure. Someone will just step in front of it and block it and say, don't be a thief. And you're like... Yeah. It's just like how Pikachu in the anime. Yeah, like Pikachu in the anime can't be caught. He just bats the Pokeball away. So it's like, hey, what's stopping like a Hitmonchan from just punching a ball if you try to catch him? Nothing. I, I, dude, the whole lore behind Pokeballs is 
absolutely wild too when i found out that it wasn't that the pokeball shrank the pokemon it's that pokemon just shrink like that was mind-blowing um i i still don't want to believe that i don't th- I, I still think that's, that's not true fake. i hate that that's it's I, I th- it was solidified in, in arceus like they they that they were yeah. like yeah the poke when when they shrink down they'll fit into these balls and you're like when, the, when I mean. they what <laughs> so they can't so they came like that like they could <laughs> Like convergent evolutionists, like they shrink in order to get away from dangerous situations. <laughs> oh yeah, you know how all every single type of animal in this entire universe, except for those random birds, they just also like, all have the ability to shrink. Yeah, and if humans small. are Pokemon, why can't we shrink when we're in danger? <laughs> because there's never anything that endangers us that much that doesn't just outright kill us. Apparently, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I I think that. That's probably just their crap lore reason for, like, when you make a Pokemon faint in the wild, they just shrink down into nothing yeah. instead of just lay there. Like, no, no, they just shrink out of date. Like, yeah, you didn't kill them. They fainted. And by fainted, I mean they shrank. Like, they think uh, they're small now. You know, in France, they call it the little faint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to get uh, to that's, follow that's up called on last edging week's... in English. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Silfco. <laughs> I wonder what other stuff they sell if you were if it wasn't a kids game. Yeah. Uh the Silfscope. Not not just for seeing ghosts. Uh, well it wasn't hey, for look. seeing ghosts anyways, or for seeing one specific ghost. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> just for seeing That's the thing. Not for seeing spirit. It was for seeing spirits, not ghosts. We can see ghosts. Yeah. But if you die you need the people that made the Master Ball to see it, and this will never be talked about Also, again. it's inferred that, like, humans be- can become ghastlies. Like, like, is that just when we die, we evolve into a ghastly? <laughs> <laughs> well, there are definitely, aren't like, isn't, like, you mask? Isn't that, like, a dead child spirit or something? Yeah, like, like there's all sorts of different things like that. Like, it's very fucked up. <laughs> and that's why there's oh. the pr- the thought of... The Pokedex, maybe professors shouldn't send an army of kids to go research because they say, like, some Pokemon, this thing's hotter than the sun. Cap. That's Cap. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> yeah, because it thing's is so loud you can hear it across the planet. Cap. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's the idea of, like, that the children are the ones writing the Pokedex entries. They're like, man, that thing's, yeah, like, this Alakazam, it's got an IQ of two of 20,000. <laughs> like, how'd you prove that? Did you ever take a test? Yeah. <laughs> No, it's just have... really smart, and I know twenty thousand is a really big number. <laughs> it was the biggest number <laughs> I knew at the time. <laughs> Do we have like eugenic skull size science in the Pokemon world where IQ is a valid thing and we can measure it up to twenty thousand? Right, like it's uh, uh, some other news from last week. I forgot to tell you all right after the podcast ended. I saw it before they changed like the DreamWorks like splash logo from the intro to movies. Oh it looks yeah, like. to make it like a weird kind of like the marvel crawl almost like yep it's a little montage of their biggest properties and nobody liked it <laughs> i did like, like that just... the little the little guy in the dreamworks moon like the little kid rides the moon like mm-hmm. a surfboard and i thought that's all it was going to be but no then he goes on a tour through dreamworks land and i i didn't like that. see if they I just made it was... a montage of all the hot moms that they've animated it'd be fine <laughs> that's pixar <Truly>. oh <laughs> you're right dreamworks has all the hot people that are like like chill like from uh, I guess Gru- Chell. Uh, yeah, from, from uh, Rodel Dorado. Yeah, yeah. Who was the, definitely um, getting down with Tulio or Miguel, whichever one was wearing blue. Good for them, Tulio. Yeah, but uh, but uh, the thing about the like, there the DreamWorks people have done like, like 
animations that are relevant to the movie at hand with the little boy on the like fishing for, from the moon before but like it seems weird like i don't know you can tailor it to your thing without completely re imagining the little story i guess i don't know yeah we don't need to, to honestly i'll just put it this way we don't need to marvelize everything yeah honestly. um it's disease it, yeah, like it works with Marvel, where it's like, oh, you're you're turning through all the comic book pages. That's their that's their lore, and they're all the and same. And then, like story. when they do like a riff on it, then like like they did with Black Panther, where it was all Chadwick stuff. Like, then yeah. it feels like, oh, this is a this is a thing that I am familiar with being presented with new context. Yeah, that makes me emotional. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. <sighs> so I don't know yeah. enough about Marvel okay. to have an opinion other than. A new Marvel game just came out. Yeah, was it Midnight Suns? It looks looks pretty cool. Did you play it? I want to, even though like I have no interest in Marvel stuff. It's an XCOM, but with Marvel characters. So, so I, I watched IGN's review just to see some gameplay. Like, you know, people say oh, IGN can't rate stuff. Like, no, but they'll tell me what's happening in the game, and I can make my own opinion. Right, and it's kind of XCOMy. But like you know how in um like Mario Rabbids where you can just kind of walk on a random path that's not really a grid. Yeah, which is kind of this has that too. Gears Tactics was like that as well. Okay. Yeah. Because like IGN makes the line. I guess it makes sense. Like superheroes, they're strong, so they don't take cover. They don't need cover. They just run up and punch each other. I'm like, oh, you can't turtle. That's that is an interesting change yeah. from the XCOM people. Okay. Okay. Okay, I could see that. God, I just want to play XCOM again. <laughs> I always want to play a little bit of XCOM, but I don't mind riffs on the XCOM formula just to, to change it up. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I, I see why people don't like an XCOM 2 where they put time limits on things. Yeah, I really don't but like that. the fundamental gameplay of XCOM. So X, so how do I how do we explain this? So it's like a chessboard, kind of like it's a grid, yeah. and you want to move okay. your units to be in certain places so that they have advantageous shots with their guns on the bad guys, while also being able to stand behind cover. If you've ever Got seen it. a meme of a guy holding a gun to an alien and it says ninety nine percent chance <laughs> and misses, that's from XCOM. Yeah, because XCOM okay. math is brutal <laughs> like... yeah especially Bad. depending on the difficulty you play it on yeah um, now 99% you normally shouldn't miss because what it does on non-difficult modes is actually lowers the number so if you have 100% mm -hmm. it'll tell you it's not 100% and if it says 50 it's actually like 75 yeah um, uh -huh. but on the brutal difficulties it's like no when we say 75% we mean one in four that is up to you whether you want to take that shot um but they're like a tactics really... like tactical yes. like uh, XCOM specifically is about like alien invasions and stuff like that. They're really, really good games. Yeah, they they honestly are good. And um, this nice. permadeath, kind of like the old Fire Emblems, like if one of your soldiers dies, they are dead. Like they won't come back. Yeah. But you, you get, get really attached to like your character, the character, because you create all the characters. And I always felt like I get attached to my squad. Oh yeah, there's Aww. certain people you don't want to die, yeah. and then other well, people are like, like, I don't care about that guy. As they level up, they get incredibly powerful too, so you're like, I spent so much time and like, you know, currency in this game to like, dedicated to training you to be the best scout you can be. You better not get murked by a stupid alien. <laughs> yeah, because then- not die. Because if you die, like, now I gotta try to recover, like, your armor, your gun, and your items that you yeah. didn't use, or else that's also gone when I have to retreat so I don't lose everybody. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really fun game. And the, the reason that the aliens have invaded in XCOM 2 is because apparently 
XCOM 1 was so hard that people were having a hard time beating it. So they said, yeah. screw it, that's canon. The aliens won in the yeah, first game. Yeah, they basically <laughs> said, like, the first game, the bad ending was the canon ending where humans because, lose. And honestly, makes an interesting second game. It did. Which more games would do stuff Just like that. Just fuck that timer, though. <laughs> yeah. I, and I see why they also put it there. Because when you turtle, it's kind of boring. Like, the aliens have no chance when you turtle. Yeah. But you will take losses if you don't. Turtling is basically, I'm going to move so slow and basically just kill everything that gets in my range. So, I, uh-huh. the timer is needed, but it could probably be looser. Half the time, it is a ghost threat. They're like, you have 12 turns to do this. You're like, oh, I better hurry. You get to the end at, like, turn five right yeah. now okay you lied i was more uh, saying f the timer about the um like the global timer of like things going wrong on the global map where it's like if you choose one mission incorrectly something very bad can happen yeah and i also get the balance of that it's mostly just to do storytelling it has to be balanced right so that yeah. oh the aliens will have 10 percent better accuracy going forward you're like yeah, I, I kind of just treated it like zero or one hundred percent anyway, so this doesn't affect me. Versus, they all have shields now. Like that's a huge yeah uh, thing. So. Anyways, that was a big tangent about XCOM. But yeah, the Marvel okay. game does look pretty cool though. So if anyone tries it, let me know. Yeah. Uh, moving down the list, uh, Overwatch season two starts uh, a day. Overwatch two season two. No, Overwatch, Overwatch two, one classic. <laughs> yeah, it probably starts yesterday by the time you're hearing this, uh, but it's Tuesday. The uh, What's the fourth, fifth, the sixth ish, uh, which will release a new hero, a new map, and a new battle pass and cosmetics and stuff like that. The new hero looks cool. We are getting lore on the Omnics. Uh, is it? Th- this is the the new Omnic guy, right? Yep, we actually got a new piece of lore about Zenyatta. Is that this guy who's Ramatra, who's a bad guy, ex- actually introduced Zenyatta to the monks and uh, the the religious sector and stuff like that. So. Uh, Turns out he's not, he doesn't, yeah, this guy doesn't really hate humans, but he's like, yo, if we have to kill humans so that Omnix can live, I'm going to do it. I'd rather not, but looks like we don't really have much of a choice, so I guess I gotta go kill him. Um, So he's Magneto. (laughs) Yeah, he's basically Magneto. Uh, I didn't, I don't think he wants to kill anybody, and that's why he's working with Doomfist, and Doomfist is like, I don't actually have problems with anybody, I just want the world to get better, so I'm going to start wars. He's like, hey man. War sounds like it'll kill a bunch of people, and that means less Omnics will die. Yeah, Doomfist could fit in in a Metal Gear Solid universe in that way. Like, Oh yeah, his whole premise is, through conflict, the world gets stronger. And yeah, Oh, that's exactly what Big about Boss that, says. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's Doomfist's whole thing. And he's like, man, all my minions are, are jackasses. They all have weird, quirky personalities. Uh, Dang, just like Big Boss. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they... Um, and ironically, I'm sure they took some inspiration. Yeah. Um, I was actually. Look- Go ahead. I was going to ask you, what do you think the chances are? You know how Blizzard has been, you know, putting out and updating a classic World of Warcraft. Do you think they ever do that for Overwatch? Do you ever get Overwatch Classic and it starts from Overwatch at launch? <laughs> I think one day we will when they need to make a bunch of money. Right. Because <laughs> they But I think what that. will happen is people will realize, like they did with WoW Classic, holy shit. We don't like where Overwatch went, but the launch game was not good. Like, it was just... Weirdo WoW fans are still playing on the WoW Classic servers of all three variations at this point. I mean, stuff has been updated on it, right? Like, it's not just launch WoW Classic? I mean, like, so... Everywhere has weirdos. WoW Classic has three different versions at this point where it's, like, vanilla. So it's, like, where 
Vanilla WoW ended before Burning Crusade, Burning Crusade where it ended before Wrath of the Lich King came out, and Wrath of the Lich King, which is now currently ongoing. So, okay. but you are opt, you can opt to stay in those expansions. As far as I know, I don't. I, I, that's how they were doing it, and if they changed it, I'm sure somebody on the internet could tell me. But I just I don't care. <laughs> See, yeah, the thing about balance with Overwatch or about the versions of it, what people want. And I don't think they realize it this way. And this is me kind of being condescending is they want a, a, a moment before the meta was cracked before we knew what was going on. And unless like the only other time we had that is when Overwatch 2 came out and kind of Sojourn and Kiriko were both new or kind of when was it? I forget who was first, maybe Sojourn or like when Junker Queen and Sojourn were there and it was 5v5 and nobody really knew what to play. That's when everybody had the most fun because there wasn't one go to strategy no one knew what was overpowered because it turned out Junker Queen was extremely overpowered in the pro scene, but we didn't have time to figure that out. That makes sense. Um, and that's what people and that's what people really want is I don't want to have to play this game every single way and I want to do whatever I want to do. So because mm-hmm. when Overwatch launched, people said, oh, man, Genji's a great counter to Bastion because he can reflect his bullets. Bastion can just stop shooting when Genji starts swinging his sword around. It's like, just don't shoot him. It's not your... You, you only counter yeah, me this, if I this don't... this particular guy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even a counter. It's just he can not die from him for a couple of seconds, which we all can. Um, and that's what people really want to happen again, because... It's, like it's how people similar say Pokemon to WoW. Red was... It's, it's similar to WoW. It's similar to Pokemon, where people are like, Gen 1 was the best. Like, Gen 1 was an awful game in retrospect. We just didn't know all the mistakes with it. Like... There's hella shit wrong with Pokemon Red and Blue and Green and yeah. Yellow, theoretically. But we were children, and we were just playing against the computer, and maybe our buddy on the in the playground who said, Oh, yeah, man, uh, there's a Mew underneath that truck, and he only played with his favorites, and you had Mewtwo. Yeah. So you thought you were good at the game. That's that's what we all want. Um, it's the mystique of not knowing everything. It's wanting to return to a time uh, before there's theory crafting on every single thing on an MMO, like... That reject modernity. Yeah. Return to monkey. You will never. Yeah, no. You will never. Never experience what it was like to be fifteen and playing vanilla WoW again. Like yeah, they just, just can't. can't. Now that said, there are some things that I understand people might want to go back to. That there's a way we can. Like you know, people generally agree. It's, you don't need more than one of the same character on each team. That kind of does throw balance. But the that was fun having five Reinhardts. <laughs> that mode, you can still play No Limits. You yeah. can still go do that. That's just not the primary way to play the game. And I think that's how it should be. That's fun. Yeah. Um, some people don't like Rolock. Understandable. Completely get where you're coming from. They you don't like the Reinhardt. 5v5. <laughs> Understand that as well. These are all things that they can put back in the game a certain way. Problem is, tanks that are balanced for 5v5 are would be really broken in 6v6 yeah. just because of the way. So that stuff I get, but day one Overwatch, I have no interest in playing that game. It's It didn't look as good either no. as uh, End of Life Overwatch 1. But I'm looking forward to the new season. I'll drop a battle pass. Um, might buy a skin eventually, but I didn't see anything in the update for season two. So maybe season three will get me to drop that first $20 for a legendary, but I don't need to have everything. I'm fine with, honestly, a lot of the default skins are fine. So... Uh, I think the people who say the game's not worth playing because you can't unlock cosmetics do not realize they've been freed from a Skinner box because if you're <laughs> only playing to unlock cosmetics and you don't just find fun in the game, congratulations! No offense to you, full offense to the game, the game's not that good then. Yeah. It's not on you. 
If the game, if you need to get the cheese to play the game, the game's not that good. Congratulations, you discovered how to quit gambling. Like, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. hey, no offense, maybe you played a game for five years and that was enough. Yeah. That's not, that is not a moral problem. That's, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. Speaking of games you can play for five years, though. I have no idea where you're going with that. Oh, well, yeah. a new World of Warcraft expansion came out this week. Yeah, what's this one called? Uh, <laughs> I always f <laughs> this up. Dragonflight. Sorry, it's Ooh. it's one of those ones where like I it's a dumb name and I I can never remember it. Um, at least it's not a fake thing. At least like it's not two words mashed together that are never actually said together. Yeah, that's true. Um, Dragonflight. Give me an at least it's like a thing. I don't know. Uh, like, I know what you mean. I just want to. I just want to. I'm, I'm going for like, humor. I don't know. Like, there's that fucking. Uh, the where you can play uh code names for free online and it's like horse paste. Yeah, like yeah. those are two words that you don't usually hear in conjunction correct, with each correct. other, but they both make sense separately. Yeah, but yes, Dragonflight came out. Um, it launched on Monday night. Uh, it did something very interesting, and I want to talk about the launch for a second before I actually talk about the content uh, and how I'm enjoying the game. The launch was funny. No secrets because. They didn't take the servers down, which is a thing that they don't usually do for an MMO launch. Uh, they kept the servers up. They said, hey, at 6 p.m. EST, you will be able to start the quest and go to the Dragon Isle, uh, the Dragon Isle Lands, or Dragon Isles is what I think what they call them. I don't know. <laughs> so everybody in on the Alliance is sitting at the Stormwind docks where we know the quest is going to be. We're waiting. It hits 6 p.m. The server lags. It takes a tick. The quest pops, we complete the first quest, which is just talk to the person you're standing in front of, and they say, hey, you gotta wait for the boat. And we're all like, cool, we'll wait for the boat. And you talk to the guy- When and you, does the boat come? Right. So, you can talk to the guy, and the guy will say, oh, you wanna know how long it is until the boat? And then a little icon will appear above his head that's a meter that counts down how long until the boat is gonna get there. And, like, at first, it's like, it starts at five minutes, and he's like, hey, get to know the people on the dock, make some new friends. And, like, you know, people are just sitting there spamming chat or whatever, and it's just, like, a meme fest or what whatnot. Ooh la la. Yeah. Sit there for five whole minutes until the timer, and people are, like, counting it down in chat. They're, like, going, oh, five, four, three, two, one, and then it says, arrival time unknown. <laughs> uh, so a realistic experience waiting for public transportation. Yes. <laughs> yep. And everyone, like, like at first, waiting for the MTA. At first, I was like, oh, does that mean, like, you know, like, was this part of the quest? Like, it's like, oh, the boat got waylaid, you know, like something happened. No, the mm-hmm. something that happened is that the servers were on fire and the boat couldn't load. <laughs> um, and, so it's supposed to take just a flat five yeah, minutes. Yeah, five minutes between take- boat rides and, like, you can all get on the boat at the same time or whatever. Um,. <laughs> So we sit there waiting. People are like on the forums having a, you know, shit fit about it because they're like, I wanted to play this game at 6 p.m. And, you know, whatever. I'm just laughing because, like, I think it's the funniest shit on earth for it suddenly to just say arrival time unknown. Like, that's just the funniest thing to me. (laughs) um, Look, man, we don't know either. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) And then to have it just be like, you know, just sit there with you, like, thinking about it for a while and then sudden and like there's the problem was that there was another boat that arrived at that same dock but goes somewhere completely different so like people would Mm -hmm. get on that boat get fucked by going somewhere else 
suddenly a boat just appears. Like it doesn't sail in. It just like flashes in and immediately starts to take off. And everyone's like, fuck, that's the boat. (laughs) Some of us get on. I was one of those few people. And then I was treated to what I can only explain to be the laggiest experience I've ever had in an (laughs) online game where just just teleporting back and forth <laughs> dude it the loading screen to get to the new zone took like 10 minutes to load it finally did but like i was no longer on the boat i was like glitching through the boat but i was moving like as if i were on a boat um i we get to the dock there i'm able to get off start the quest lines there if you talk to a quest npc it takes two and a half minutes for the npc to respond to you like <laughs> It was just, like, the most broken experience. And it doesn't help that I'm playing on, like, one of the more, like, the most populated servers, uh, like, in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, you've had, this was their 18th year anniversary this year. You have had 18 years. The product can vote, like. (laughs) Yes. You have had 18 years to figure this shit out, and you still can't launch an expansion, like, smoothly. Like, it. That's what. That's why it's funny. People are like, oh, man, I can't believe we had to, like, give up Overwatch 1 for Overwatch 2 that doesn't even work. Ooh. Two months later, hey, apparently WoW doesn't work even yeah. the same game. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, I kind of eventually just, like... Um, I'll play tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like, I did, like, the first, like, ten quests, and it took me three hours because everything was moving so slowly. And... Eventually, I just kind of logged off. I was like, I'll just play tomorrow. It's fine. And it worked perfectly in the morning. But then, like clockwork, every afternoon, the server just, like, would start dragging. And it's only just now getting better. So, I would say it's a successful launch for them. Four days? Yeah, it's been four or five days. Um, That's a pretty good Blizzard launch, at least. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's not been any exceptionally long downtime. Just, like, hour-long maintenances in the morning sometimes. Um and it's a decent expansion. I'm having fun with it. Um, when your when your character can actively move around, yes, yeah, you're enjoying um, doing so. The new island, the Dragon Isles, is beautiful. Like they did the their art team is just knocks it out when they are given like the opportunity the to do so. Too. Yeah. Um, I'm playing at my 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 main character is the dragon person, the evoker, so the new class. Um, Ooh, nice. nice. I didn't fun. I didn't do that what on do you evoke? Uh dragon magic, literally. <laughs> um all of your Evocative. abilities as an evoker are tied to one of the different colors of dragons that are in World of Warcraft, so it's like you'll cast red are they dragon. The same as D&D? Yeah, kind of, except like there's no like um morality assigned to the colors. Y- yeah, I mean, there kind of was, but that was... Look, the WoW lore is really messed up, so... <laughs> but... The, let's not dick, look too tired yeah, let's, at that. Let's just say that, like, there are, I think, what, five colors of dragons? Because it's black, blue, green, red, and bronze. Black, blue, green, red, bronze. Yeah, so there are five colors of dragons, and, like, each spell that you have is, like, tied to one of those different aspects, as they're called. So, like, it's, okay. a, it's a cool class, um... People meme on it a lot because they're like, oh, everybody's playing the new class or whatever. And I'm like, that happens every time a new class comes yeah, out. That's, like, yeah. that's how video game works. Yeah, like, give it a break. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm sure in Overwatch, people, whenever there's a new character, people want to try out the new character a lot. And it's kind of annoying. Yeah. It's, it, 
Yeah. Luckily, they, they bar you from going into comp, so that people yeah. don't win your games with the character they can't play, although that still happens. But, you know, so... But it's fun. They they changed the way... Like, there's been flying mounts, like, ways to fly around in the game for probably mm-hmm. about... 10 years The space more. whale is from Final Fantasy, right? It is, yes. The space whale? Okay, that's not from World of Warcraft. No. Um, the flying in World of Warcraft has always just kind of worked the way it works in Final Fantasy, which is like, you just can now, like, navigate on, you know, a Z-axis as well. Like, you can kind of, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like no clip mode activated. You just kind of fly around in space. <laughs> no clip mode um, activated. But in dra- in Dragonflight, they introduced a new mechanic called. C- bear with Dragonflight? me. Dragonflight. <laughs> nah, <laughs> or dragon riding, where you are pretty quickly into the expansion, like into the story. Given like they're just like, yeah. All, it, remember, all of the dragons on this island are sentient. They can talk, like, they, or they could if they chose to. They're like, oh yeah, some of our our dragon or drakes, you know, like they want to see more of the island now that we're back. So uh, we'll just let you ride them. And it's like, well, that's a weird. It's like you'll let us. If yeah. They're sentient, like if they're sentient, shouldn't I ask the dragon? Well, and then they 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 go over that by being like they want to see more and like you know they want enough extra set of eyes to help them see things. And it's like, okay, cool. Let them tell me that themselves. Yeah. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Let me talk to my <laughs> my drakes that I'm riding on. Um, and. They like this mechanic. It doesn't work where it's just you know like full free no clip flying. It's like you have a stamina meter. You have to like manage your altitude and like if you try to climb too much, you lose Jeez. speed. So you have to like dive to gain speed. It's actually really fun and a really unique... like in Mario World. Yeah, it's like the wing cap in Mario sixty four. Like it's honestly like a really cool method of travel, and it makes you at least made me engage with the world as a whole in a different way because you start just like clip through everything. Yeah. You're not just like, you know, setting a waypoint and then just pressing auto run and walking away. This is like, you have to engage with like the world around you. It's like, okay, well if I dive here, I can go under this obstacle and then I'll have gained enough stamina to use my flap ability to fly back up into the air. And if I angle myself this way, I'll gain more speed. It's cool. I think it's fun. People are complaining about it because it's not the, because they can't, press a button and just go somewhere and not not engage with the game wait so you have to play the game right who do they who that, does was the, that was <laughs> the, that was the thing people on the forums are like and like on reddit are constantly being like i hate that i have like i i have to engage with it to travel people are like to actually steer and people are responding with being like hey if you hate the ass like playing the game like hate that they are making you play the game to play the game like maybe this isn't for you like <laughs> yeah, just skip maybe the play stuff, a different man. game my guy yeah like or you could just watch tv if you don't want to play yeah it's... Oh, in christ we got a we got a few other things we can come back next week yeah um, no worries i i just so there's a there's a good bit of stuff about this it's, it's interesting yeah there's a lot i could talk about about wow but uh i'll just say that i like it you know more to come later so cool cool uh speaking of expansions Drop that in over. We're getting more Sonic Frontiers content. Yeah, just after I sold my copy, which is oh, you sold Sonic Frontiers. It's too bad. Uh, I, I dude, I, I, it again. I was gonna say like I. It was one of those things where I was looking at. It, I was like, I'm never making it past this third world because I I can't. I hate it. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, they just kind of dropped out of nowhere that they're going to do three content updates next year. Yeah. Um, for free. Uh, just free DLC. 
Um, and also going to give Sonic a Santa costume around Christmas for free. But uh, we don't. Because, up, but we don't get the Coronet costume here in America, which is some bullshit. I w- I wouldn't rule that out. They didn't say we will, but I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. But uh, this first update is definitely the kind of hey. Uh, did you guys just not have time to implement this? Because one of them's like a jukebox. One of them's like some challenges. And the other one is some other thing that's like. This, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't pay for this. This is stuff that should have been in the game. Right. This feels uh, like something that just should have been here as an extra and not something that I, yeah, like, that is an added benefit later. Yeah, which, again, that might be why they're not charging for it, because they're like, yeah, this was supposed <laughs> to be in the game, but it's not, and we will not charge you for sound test, uh, <laughs> which is good. Um, what else? And then the next update is going to have something that just says, Sonic's birthday. No further description. <laughs> You get to uh, hold a birthday party for Sonic. Maybe. Open zone challenge, which like challenge stuff in the main world, which may or may not have been there. And then new Coco, those little guys, which no clue what that can mean. No. They, they, just more ways to collect them. I don't know. But the big one that caught everyone's eye. New playable uh, characters. In the first update. yeah, New playable characters and new story. So we're like, is it going to be like palette swaps to place Tails, Knuckles, and Amy? Or are we going to get to play Sage? What's the new story like? No details, but more content for free. If it's bad quality, we didn't pay for it. If it's good quality, hey, you know, that'll be nice. Hopefully, they had like a momentum mode in the game. Because uh, some hackers, some game hackers are like, hey, you could just put momentum in the game pretty easily. Like, just go mess with some that. Va- Apparently, the value is there. So when we say it's easy, it is literally like... It's literally a toggle. To turn it on. Flipping yeah. a switch yeah. that already exists. Apparently, yeah. Like, now to make sure it works in the whole thing smoothly, lots of work. To make sure that you can just roll down a hill and get faster, that's changing a value from a zero to a one, which that makes me think that it's something they could do or wanted to do. Right. So looking forward to that. And uh, to jump to Sonic's best friend, uh, we got another Mario trailer for the movie. Oh, I was like, Tails? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's his actual best friend. Um, but yeah, the, the Super Mario Brothers movie got another trailer and it continues to look pretty all right. Uh, Chris Pratt yeah. continues to be the low light of it, but even it seems like, yeah, they're not giving giving him a ton to do uh, as far as vocal performances. Mostly just like, oofs and I got this and let's go kind of stuff. That's what yeah. we've heard so like, far. Like least. video game response sounds like. I I hope I hope it seems like Luigi actually talks. Uh, yeah. But uh, Donkey Kong hasn't said much, but Seth Rogen said he was excited to play him, so I don't know, have either of you seen the trailer for it? I, I specifically did not watch it because I was I was like, you know what, I, I think I have had all that I can take of this before I actually see it. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I liked it. A, I didn't watch the first one. I like. I thought this one was pretty good. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, we saw Mario getting to do, like, typical Mario stuff. Apparently Peach just has a stage just up in the sky to practice on. Cool. Uh... There's a Coliseum where Kongs just rule a Coliseum and Donkey Kong beats up Mario in a fight. That's I don't know why and it exists. But it's like a very like uh isn't it set up like the original like Save Pauline kind of game? Yeah, the original it's like on a red platform. And, okay. Uh, That's I was wondering how many like kind of references like that there they're gonna throw in. Like are we gonna see like a world one one? From, like, the original Mario, Super Mario Brothers, like... So, I mean, that's just the main theme, but we don't see that. However, what we do see is at one point, Peach just kind of touches a fire flower, and, like, the magic comes up her arm, and it puts her, like, in the red and white version of her dress. Like, 
when you get a fire flowers her in the games where she's playable um there's a whole sequence where she's like commanding toad and she grabs a weapon of some sort like a big like a like a big like a big looks... pike it's like an axe and a like, on an, a, axe and like a, spear a long axe hmm. yeah and she's wearing her like Ma- mario kart tracksuit and you're like oh that's a nice touch but then they do mario kart on like a rainbow road and mario's in his cart and there's a bunch of like mad max looking kongs behind them and there's other peach says there's lots of other worlds out there various galaxies i'm like okay so you could have used so any rosalina's word. here <laughs> rosalina will be somewhere uh so there were references and then they go to a uh, hotel and then mario goes missing <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then luigi has a mansion i don't yeah. know yeah <laughs> and uh, then there's professor e gad theme <laughs> is there great theme by the way so <laughs> It's, the, it's one of those uh, things you watch and you're like, I think the art behind this, the people who made it did care. The corporate side might not have, but the people actually doing it were like, hey, we, we like this stuff. We like this stuff. We're going to make some, put some references in here. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty, pretty good. Like, it seems like a fun way to kind of take the mechanisms of the Mario games and translate them into a plot, like in terms of like like levels and i don't know like platforming kind of elements yeah it makes sense yeah. it seems like the platforming that happens like with the little fireball things on a stick and the breakable blocks are more of something that hey that doesn't really make sense in this world but it is an obstacle course that exists so this here's is more a shout out here's a flag but that's not how mario is going to progress through this story this is more of like a a mario movie than like 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 a movie that is an adaptation of the Mario franchise, then this is a human movie that Sonic happens to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it, it does go back to that lore of Mario and Luigi aren't from here, which is something that kind of gets lost, but it's like Miyamoto said that many years ago, those old Mario movies implemented that. that they're which, from Brooklyn. <laughs> I think they just are just from Brooklyn still. Cause okay. like they have their pun. Mario, like, Mario. Yeah, you see plumbing Mario. stuff. Before, like, they get sucked into Mushroom Kingdom World, and Bowser has Luigi, and Charlie Day's doing a fine enough job as Luigi. Jack Black is doing a really good job as Bowser, I'd say. The thing um, about Jack Black is that he, and this is what I was going to say this earlier, but you gave me the opening just now, uh, is that Jack Black is a fantastic voice actor. Jack Black is going to act circles around all of the other people in this movie. It's true. Yeah. Um... I think Seth Rogen, having him as Donkey Kong is, I don't know how good of a voice actor Seth Rogen would be as, like, a human, but maybe as, like, a big gorilla that's just going to... It looks like he would have fun in the booth doing that, like, getting into it. Um, he could just laugh, enjoy, and it's just, it's, you know... <laughs> <laughs> and that's just Donkey Kong one the, noises. One of the greatest movie TV laughs. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is doing fine. She's do- she, It sounds like she's doing what they asked her to do. Um, and this movie is making Peach seem like the kind of commander where, ah, that's why Bowser has to kidnap her as first step, or else he would continue to lose, because she seems to be commanding A the troops pretty ruler. well. Um, which is cool. Uh, well, the Toads say, are all cowards, after all, so... Yeah, they, they they straight up say, we're too adorable to fight, and that's... <laughs> it's true. It's a cute line, it's fine, It's this is a kid's movie, but I think most of the jokes landed as well, too. Yeah, I um, thought so. And people said, hey, like a lot of people said they finally gave Peach a personality. Some people were like, she's always had a personality. You guys just didn't care about girliness. 
I'm like, if you count the spin-offs, yes, every character in the Mario universe has a ton of personality. Um, Peach, especially in the sports games, lots of personality. Peach but had like, a personality the... in Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. <laughs> Spin-off. Yeah. Paper Mario, great character. Yeah. But if you're just talking about platforming Mario adventures, the only character that the only characters that have personality are Luigi, like, yeah. really, because he's a coward. Mario doesn't have a personality. Peach doesn't. I guess Bowser and Bowser Jr. do because they get to talk. Daisy. But in Super Mario Sunshine, Mario's like, oh, I got to clean up the island. And Peach's like, Mario. That's all those two do. They have no personality. But Bowser's like, yeah, I guess I lied to my kid and I'm yeah. on vacation now. Like, <laughs> uh, you got me there. <laughs> that was the first time that we had to like level with the idea of Bowser having a child. <laughs> like, yeah, because the Koopa kids. Like... Might be a, might be a jerk, but not a bad parent. Like... No, Nintendo has hammered on that Bowser's a fantastic <laughs> father. Maybe not a good person, but great dad, and we respect that. Um, what we don't respect is Nintendo shutting down another Smash tournament. Yeah, that's uh, some weird garbage. Yeah, apparently the the company they were working with also did some shady stuff. I really didn't get all the details, but I know that they are very precious about their IP, which is their right, and there's a lot of reasons to do that, but it does make it... Like, they just don't care about the Smash community, which is really sucky, because that community cares so much. A lot of bad dudes in that community, don't get me wrong, but they care very much about... They've been playing the same game for 21 years. You can't throw them a bone. Like, right. They've been playing Melee on a GameCube or a Wii this whole time. You can't... You can't even f- like re-release Melee on a Switch so that they could play it easier and you could make some money on it. Yeah, and maybe they Certainly. wouldn't like it, but that's not... That's all you can say. Hey, we released the same game. If y'all don't like it, that's on y'all. Which isn't necessarily it's true, like, hey, but you we could release the same that. game. It's a piece of crap, but uh, you don't have to go find a CRT television to play this. Yeah, like, give us something that, like, I don't know. They could do it, but I don't know. It's, Nintendo's a strange company. They also shut down their mobile game, Dragalia Lost, which was unfortunate for a lot of people. Um, One of the more generous uh, free-to-play games I've ever played. Never spent any money on it and felt that I could do a lot of, get through the story pretty easily and do co-op stuff. I think Um, I I even spent some money on it because I really wanted some Fire Emblem characters in it. Yeah, I would have if I would have started playing it enough time to, for the Persona uh, crossover. Uh, but I was like, I'm not going to spend money on a game that I just started playing in case I don't like it. Yeah. Silly me, I probably could have spent the $5 to get a couple pools or something. But, eh, it's not bad to not spend money. But they finally shut it down. Um, because apparently they see their mobile games uh, in a different market as their main stuff. Yep. And they kind of see it more as advertising rather than actually gameplay. To which I say, hey, how come the main dude from uh, Dragalia Lost never showed up in Smash? Like, even as, like, a spirit or as a me costume. Yeah. Like, throw a bone mm. because people would be like, oh, hey, our guy's in Smash. Maybe we'll go play it. Because no one in America knew what the hell a Fire Emblem was before Smash Melee. It's true. And now it's one of the biggest franchises in America in addition to Japan. Yeah. Because It took a while Smash to get cool. there, though, because, like, the first couple Fire Emblems that came out in America were still pretty niche. Oh, they dude. were. But niche is better than who is, what is this? Yes, like, yeah. what is Fire Emblem like? But then again, as soon as I saw Marth, I was like, as a child, I was like, I want to play whatever game this guy's from. <laughs> right? Because he was so cool. Yeah. Uh, he, out of the whole cast, this dude doesn't even speak English. Yeah. Like him and Roy. I was like, these these people are cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. You maybe could have got some of your mobile audience to come to uh, your mainline games, but 
What do I know about business? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that said, Splatoon 3 updated. Chill season's underway. It's, it's nice. A couple of new maps. Uh, it's cr- it's uh, wild to see that a map that's from Splatoon 1 or 2, can't remember where it debuted, is one of the best maps in Splatoon 3 now, just because <laughs> when they were making levels before, I guess they were just better at it or something. Yeah. They yeah, aren't dude, some just of the hallways where you run each other. Levels fucking are bad. <laughs> oh, they are. It, the pros agree, casuals agree, just because there's no alternate routes anywhere, so... If someone basically just puts up a wall, you just can't get through it with before. Like, it's like, well, I, can... I live here now. Yeah, before you used to be able to try to flank. And it's only compounded by the other new map they released is also kind of bad. <laughs> People are like, what are you guys doing? Uh, but three new weapons that are pretty cool. Um, obviously new clothes. We're getting our big run next weekend. Which I is... might actually log on for that. Yeah, Salmon Run, but in one of the stages instead of in a Salmon Run stage, which is an interesting idea. I wish they would make their events for, like, a little longer than just one weekend. Like, hey, maybe do, like, Thursday through Tuesday. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't see why they can't. Because, um, like, at th- that point... Wednesday you... or Thursday through Sunday, like... Yeah, like, just, just to get... Even just to give an opportunity to people who don't have weekends off to have more time yeah. to play. Like, if yeah. you did, like, a Thursday through Wednesday... Chances are somebody has one of those days off, like like yeah. Thursday through Tuesday or whatever. Like, uh, I guess if you only have Wednesdays off, you're fucked. But <laughs> yeah, but normally if you only have one day off, it's like that's I, I don't know when you, you sometime events you'll just playing. miss. But like, give yeah. us a seven day Splatfest. Who cares? Like, yeah, is it really going to hurt the integrity of Splatfest if it's Sunday to Sunday? No. <laughs> um, Can't trust these Splatfests anymore. <laughs> Sad- they run for so long. I'm tired of all the Mel and Splatfest ballots. Um, <laughs> that said, they did update Splatfest to that any team could be the defense team on a tricolor Splatfest or a Splat battle, so that it's not just, hey, your team was in the lead, guess you can't yeah. play on offense. Um, <laughs> Get fucked. So I I don't know yeah. really how it'll affect like the gameplay, but it's cool that they're listening to the audience and they're making steps to say, we're not going to listen to every single complaint you have, but we will make changes because you guys are playing it and they made balance changes to a bunch of different stuff that for instance like the little missiles that people could like play with the little crossbow and just get missiles in five god, seconds god that they're was like, so broken they're like they've changed the value it takes to get those also you can't recharge your special while Wait. the missiles are still going off yeah which <laughs> so you have to go forward eventually which is they're making <laughs> steps you know they're trying to help out uh that's the big update on Splatoon 3. Yeah, when those met when those missiles were like the meta, it just was like a miserable game to play. Because it was like, oh yeah, you're across the map, I whatever. Like I just lose. Like <laughs> Yeah. That was that's apparently what the end of Splatoon 2 was like, just because some of the other weapons had them too, that were actually good up close to. On this one, it's just a couple weapons that aren't like there's like the reflux, like the little charged bow that doesn't charge up in the other one. It's like, eh, well, at least if I could get to those people, they can't kill me. In Splatoon 2, is like, if you get close to them, you're actually at a disadvantage, so uh, they're making it better, and people are still having fun, so yeah. Splatoon 3, still a good game. Good. Go play it. Uh, now for some not-game news. Uh, there apparently is a, a trailer for a Transformers movie that's kind of Beast Wars. I didn't watch it because I don't care, but I think it's cool they finally got to Beast Wars stuff. Did y'all see it? I have not even heard of this. Okay. Are they, uh, like transforming into like animal robots i didn't watch the trailer but that's what beast wars was so imagine okay. optimus prime but instead of turning into a car he turns into a big rhinoceros 
Nice. Uh, at least that's what nice, my nice, toys nice. looked like. Uh, I was gonna say I had one that turned into a T Rex. Yeah. That's I couldn't turn him back though. It would. It was really hard to try to fold him back into the T Rex. It was just permanently a T. What you had was a T Rex toy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So what I, I had, like it, it was, it was a T Rex to start, and once I unfolded it into a robot, it was never a T Rex oh, again. Okay. <laughs> never completely a T Rex again. I had a McDonald's one that to transform it basically just opened up its. Instead of having T-Rex arms, it just became, they came out, and you could see, like, a little pattern of where his arms were, and his, like, T-Rex head just popped back. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't <laughs> But, and I loved that toy so much. Um, I was I never a Transformers little... kid. I was always, uh, I was, like, Power Rangers, and Zords are just the same thing out of Power Rangers. Yeah. So. so I, I had no little... idea why I had it. I had one that was, uh, actually, like, how yours were. You actually have to transform it and move it around a little bit. But what it was mm-hmm. was a three-pack of Autobots. It was an eagle, a lion, and an elephant. And they could each had like, their little robot form and their animal form. But if you could, if you read the instructions, you could turn them into, like, a Megazord kind of thing with, like, a shot. Like, the elephant was, like, the major part, and the eagle kind of spread across the front, and the lion was the big part. And I could not Dang. do it, but my brother could do it without the instructions. And I'm like, man, you're a physical learner. This is dope. <laughs> uh, I think that's cool. Um, more trailers... So there's a trailer for a movie called The Mean One, or You're a Mean One, which is an unofficial parody of The Grinch. I was gonna, I was gonna say, the oh, Grink. is this a... <laughs> it's not... about The Grink? <laughs> you mean The Grink? <laughs> it's not even The Grink, it's just, don't ask who this guy is, he's a Christmas murderer, is Okay. What he is. <laughs> and he clearly looks like the Jim Carrey Grinch, but more sinister. Like, imagine that's Five Nights at Freddy's difficult. version. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Well, it's... Basically, if he looked mean instead of, like, trying to look happy and was sinister by accident, this one's supposed to look scary. And, um, I think the character's name is Cindy You-Know-Who from... <laughs> That's from, very it's funny. It's clearly... And they're like, it's parody. They're not even trying to... It's not a mockbuster. It's clearly parody. I want to see it so bad. Like, I... I, <laughs> I don't really want to see that. I think it comes out next week. Or Who's in it? Week. Anyone? No, it's just an indie film, and I, I can't wait to it watch it. It sounds like a, a <laughs> film that Nicolas Cage should have been in. Um, it could have been. I wouldn't mind that. Um, but speaking of a movie like that, that actually has, like, names in it that I would know of, or any of us would, there's one called Violet Night. It came out this past Oh, I've been seeing the... It's advertising on all the subways. Yeah, the guy who was, uh, Captain Russia, or the guy from Stranger Things, whatever you know him from, David Harbour, I think? He plays a, uh... He plays Santa, like, I think he's actually Santa Claus. And this family's getting robbed, and she's like, please, Santa, help us. He's like, hey, you know, I can hear you when you're sleeping. So he comes and has to, like, basically do a diehard, but as Santa <laughs> against all these, like, people robbing him. And I'm like, I don't mind Santa Claus' version of Die Hard and John Wick. So <coughs> I want to watch it when it comes um, out of theaters. Um, yeah. I don't, uh, there's a lot of discussion over if, if the MCU is killing cinema, and while it might be strangling theaters i don't think the reason people aren't seeing other movies is necessarily because of the mcu i think it's just those are the only movies people are like yeah i'll go to the theater to see that because every other movie i think i kind of just want to watch at home where i can go to the bathroom and i don't want to hear people just talking to their buddies about random stuff or playing on their phones i don't know about you all that makes sense yeah to me. i mean like i hate theaters in the first place <laughs> yeah like i I only, and it's also kind of like my, like, 
like I only buy books once I've read the book because it's like okay I I I feel comfortable making the financial investment in this object uh like when I have to be very selective about books because god knows I don't have that many books um <laughs> not you and I feel like with there is like whether or not it is good there is a familiarity to a Marvel movie that, like, I know this will be worth seeing in a big theater as a group event. Whereas, like, if I don't want to see Parasite in a theater. I want to see Parasite on my couch so that I can, like, make sure that I'm following the plot. And You can like, pause and think about things. Yeah. Or, like, rewind because I missed something because the subtitles may have went by too fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a nice, calm experience also we, theaters um, are dirty <laughs> like yeah sure the, my my feet don't stick to the floor at home <laughs> yeah, unless i've done something very bad <laughs> like <laughs> not oh that's not what i meant but um <laughs> i know i figured you meant like you spilled like yeah. pepsi or something um i saw we saw bodies 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 this past friday um because we wanted to watch the uh kill count from dead meat on it and we wanted to watch the movie first Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really fun movie. Uh, I don't want to spoil like what happens in it, um, but the, I mean the plot's not really a spoiler. It's uh, a bunch of rich kids, like twenty-ish year olds, like are having a hurricane party. Basically, let's stay in this mansion during the hurricane, and during it they play the game called Bodies, 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 which is basically werewolf or Among Us or whatever you want to call mafia, it. Whatever. Yeah, mafia. But it's when like, do we get an Among Us movie? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, we did. It's called The Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. John Carpenter's Amogus. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch an Among Us movie, like, um, yeah. just be, just because it could be fun. Like, who cares? Like, make a 40-minute movie. Who cares? Um, But uh, it's basically, they, they found a way to, what I liked about it a lot is they found a way to make fun of the idiosyncrasies of, like, left lefty gen z people who are like wow you have a point but you're being annoying um mm-hmm. like one of my favorite jokes is you know when all these movies where you don't know who the killer is people start fighting with each other and one of the characters has like a, a pass with drugs and they're fighting with the other person they're like no you're manipulative like you're this kind of like well you're a psychopath my therapist said all this and the one person in the back's like i, I kind of know how you feel like I've recent like I've recently been diagnosed with body dysmorphia and I'm that's why I always have to diet so much and someone's like she was like oh my god Alice shut the fuck up because it's like <laughs> we're trying to figure out who killed somebody this is not the time to right. be like I struggle with body images and it's not that they were saying like well the one person was being it's not like you're about saying it. like that's bad but like this is a weird time like, to bring that up it's like this uh, isn't the time. And, like, they're all fighting with each other, like, someone killed somebody, you need to feel it. And someone's like, you're silencing my, me right now. And it's like, again, this is not the time for this kind of speak. Like, we're trying to figure out who died and we don't trust each other. Um, I mean, obviously they're privileged, doing lots of drugs and drinking and stuff like that. And there's interpersonal. Um, there's lots of, there's queer characters and people of color. Um, Amanda Stenberg is the main character. So, obviously, seeing them in a movie is great. Uh, Pete Davidson's in the movie. He's <laughs> always a treat to see. Um, yeah it's a it's a good movie it's in the horror genre but i'd say it definitely leans more humor than horror uh good black comedy so enjoyable 
I recommend it. But I wouldn't want to watch that movie in a theater because I got to talk to like my partner and like make jokes and see what she thought about the plot and different stuff like that. And I'm not, I don't want to talk over a movie and ruin other people's experience. Yeah. Yeah. Not like I want like. You don't want to be like that leaning over and like waiting for your person next to you to like sense that you leaned over and then just like have to like whisper in their ears like loudly as you and can without alerting other people that you're whispering like. That's if you're polite. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to be rude either. And it's like, oh, this would be easy if I was just in the theater or at home. I mean, also I could pause it and go pee. Um. <laughs> That's all the major topics. Uh, well, no need to get into politics, really. We should just right? mention. It's, no, yeah, we won't get into it. We should just mention. Let's like, do a brief thing. Let's. We'll give it five minutes. Yeah. It's ten eleven now. We'll stop at ten sixteen. Yeah. Uh. Hey, the Respect Marriage Act passed. That's cool. Good stuff there. Um. Bad yeah, stuff. Yeah. Wild that we finally said, hey, it's okay if to do same sex marriage or interracial yeah. marriage. That's. Uh, that's a- you should look up the people who <laughs> voted against that because it's pretty wild to look at. Um, and then including Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, who is in, in an interracial marriage. Yeah. Uh, and then, which is also strange, just to learn that we could talk about the next thing for like four and a half hours, and some people already have. Uh, I guess it is it yay or ye? How does he? say it let's say yay yay it's short for artist for me knows kanye, kanye so right we'll just say yay, yay. Yeah. yeah so he went on alex jones with nick fuentes who is a self-proclaimed nazi uh yeah, white nationalist uh white supremacist he'll tell you that it's not a secret yeah um and it was pretty I, you know we always want to say oh man it was wild no it was bad it was like it was bad. legitimately bad um, uncomfortable cringy terrible and problematic many bad things like, were said by yay like it's very easy to go look them up it's anti-semitism like, yeah. yeah anti-semitism like just specifically Praising of the uh the the, the h-man we'll yeah say, i was gonna say i don't want to say the thing time. he said because i don't want it to be ever cut out of context so <laughs> yay said that he has an appreciation of the man that led the uh the, the third German. reich who did oh, yeah. the holocaust yeah yeah um also denied it too. He also yes. denied that it really was the facts, which is did some really bad prop work, uh, trying to be humorous. Um, yeah, that was that was, and he wore it, that weird balaclava over his whole head. That's a thing he's yeah. done in the past, like to like he has done that in the past before he was gone off at the deep end. That's kind of when he's, I don't know. Th- that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but yeah, I, I do want to mention the prop humor was the weird spot of hey, you were sitting in the middle of some horrible stuff. Why are you? Why are you just being regular cringy now instead of like bad cringy? Like, yeah, this is it's like you went from. But then he just, did. You use... went from like. Go ahead. Steph. He... Yeah, go oh, ahead. Steph. I was say you went from like Jared Leto abusing his coworkers on set to just like Jared Leto being the Joker. Yeah, like, yeah. The concept of Jared Leto. <laughs> was that? Like, it, except the thing is, is like that prop work was still used to make anti-Semitic jokes. So like it was still like, oh, yeah? like yeah, because it was about Netanyahu. Like right, right. It, okay. it was just. And it's like, there are many reasons to criticize Netanyahu. Yeah. But he not because he's Jewish. It, it seemed like he was mostly doing it on his name, which is yes. such a weird thing to, I don't know. Yeah. It, he didn't like it. No. Uh, and, you know, the reason we're talking so much about Ye, uh, Ye is because uh, Nick Fuentes didn't really add much to the conversation other than just being like, I agree with him. Like, just, yeah. it was very it was bad. The- when, One time to when see you, Alex Jones be like, oh, no. When you have three people in the room and out of the three of them, Alex Jones is the least problematic. Like, that's a issue. <laughs> yeah, that's... Did you that's, see... That's, 
Someone was like, George W. Bush should get on TV and say Kanye West doesn't care about black people. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, God. That would be... I, that wouldn't be a how good the thing. turntables. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of problematic it's like you things still about don't either, that. man. Like, but that would be it would be very funny. <laughs> yeah, it it did uh, it did prompt Biden like the next day to put out a statement being like, uh, because like, yay said like feminism is bad. Yeah, because yay said like, he's like I don't like you know the word evil being next to the word uh to the word Nazis is what he said. And it's like, so, well, and so, I mean, like, it it sh- it, I, in his defense, it used to didn't have to be. You used right. to just say, it was hey, just that implied. guy is that, and we'd be like, well, he's evil, obviously. Yeah. And he, Biden had to come out the next day and be like, no, they, they were bad. Like, <laughs> like they're, like, Believe you me, sonny boy, I was yeah. there when the Nazis were in. Yeah. Power. And I really hope that, they, that nobody ever clips our voices for any of this to, like, make it sound I like mean, we're. I think- I mean, we're pretty openly. I, we're being very careful to just say he shouldn't have said that stuff, and yeah. I don't think we ever said the uh, anything to be clipped. No, but someone pointed out that two of the like two presidents have had to say that Ye is a jackass, and three out of the last four have said, "Yeah, I don't really appreciate that guy for various reasons." Like Bush said, that was the low point of his presidency. Which, like, hey, let's back up. A lot of other bad things happened yeah. during your presidency. Yeah. <laughs> that was I, a I don't know if him saying that you were a racist was the worst thing you were accused of in those eight years. Um, but yeah, just a lot of bad stuff. You know, it's there's no need to still be riding for this man. Um, obviously, anti-Semitism is bad. Um, black people, I will, you know, I'm, I'm not going to put words and stuff in Eric's mouth, but I'll say to other fellow black people, there's a lot of things we want to do to get better, but anti-Semitism is not going to help us get there. And even if it did, it's not something we should do. But to reaffirm, it's not something that will help us. And we shouldn't do it. Two facts. Um, I think that's pretty cold take, right? Um, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in the... I don't have much else to, to, to add to this. Stuff. Like you it's don't just, see... Oh. You don't see the FBI trying to like assassin. Like I think today, the day of our that we're recording is the anniversary of Fred Hampton's death, and you don't see the see government that. trying to assassinate people who think Jews are the enemy. Like you That's see, true. you see people being upset at people who want to form co- broad coalitions across marginalized demographics. Yeah, yeah, it's uh that that. So that maybe you're going. Just... Are we the baddies? Like that's kind of what you need to start thinking. Yeah, if you want to humorous uh, conspiracy that this is all my Milo's doing because <laughs> a couple of years ago on Parlor he swore revenge on the Republican Party for making him lose his career. He's like, I went to war for Trump. I did all this. All I did was lose my career. Was it worth it? No. Send all this stuff like he's an anime villain. It says I will have my vengeance, and it's like yeah. it is kind of weird that somehow. Yay and Nick Fuentes found each other together, and somehow, and just Milo was just there. Like, yeah, let's go, let's go meet with Trump. That'll look real good for him. Yeah. And now the whole party's fighting with each other and stuff. Yeah, like, it's, it's he, absolutely he's getting in trouble. It's like, there's no way this man just had a petty grudge and was like, ah, I'm gonna dissolve a whole party because they were mean to me one yeah. time. It, they got my book deal canceled. It's pretty impressive, like the ripples that this has been having, like across. Because, like, yeah, we we also buried the lead in that, like. Kanye or Ye and Nick Fuentes went and had dinner with Trump. Like, like that's another thing that happened in this past week. Like, what well, I also like when Trump was like, I don't even know who that Nick guy was. It's like, A, I don't believe you, and B, Ye was already on his anti-Semitic arc anyway, so you can yes. just say yeah. no to him. Yeah. It's not like 
Like, I'll grant you, maybe you didn't know who that other guy was. It's possible you don't know every online white nationalist troll. I, I envy you for that. But he knows. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, you he knows. <laughs> I, I, again, I'm sure he does. Yeah. But even if not. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, if you want more detailed, like, coverage of this kind of thing, I will again it's say out it's out there. And I'm like, my preferred place to listen to any coverage of Alex Jones is Knowledge Fight. They have a three hour, almost four hour long episode covering <laughs> this in- individual happening. So go listen to them if you want to hear like a breakdown of what happened and like why things that were said were factually incorrect and like kind of uh, what you can kind of do about it. Yeah, don't, uh, st- I mean, step one, don't be an anti-Semite. Uh, and I, th- I think if you start with that, the rest can kind of come along. But The rest follows pretty quickly. Yeah, but you could find all this stuff out there, like, there's lots of leftists talking about it. And the other good, well, not good, I, I thought this, I thought something good, the good part had happened already, but, um, <laughs> the rail workers are probably going to go on strike, which we support unions here, which I, that, it was, it's good that there's a union, I think is what I was thinking. Yeah, the um, the thing is, is, our rail workers right. The so thing is, is that bad. I think in order to avoid a strike, Congress has like force negotiated for let them. Me, let me yeah, let me go, speak go for on this. my from my yeah, from my place here. of expertise. Uh, so yeah, so in the like 1920s, there was something called the Railway <laughs> Labor Act, which um, for which allowed Congress to enter because the railroads were considered so important to the U.S. infrastructure. It allowed Congress to intervene in in like negotiations between. Uh, uh, railroads and workers uh, even if there was like a private company like I mean, the railroads aren't nationalized um, so four of the 12 railroad unions that are uh, that are currently in the process of bargaining this new contract voted down the tentative agreement that had been presented to them because it didn't include any paid sick days um, which is like a nice important thing to have especially if you're running a really big metal contraption um that is dangerous and apparently very important to the U.S. infrastructure. It's, it definitely still is, and yeah, definitely still dangerous. Um, so, uh, because like this, this uh, because they had voted down the thing, they were going basically like they were going to say like we're going to go on strike until we get the sick days. Um, and Biden said, "But what if you didn't though?" and pushed through this legislation that would like based on this railway labor act from 1920 that would make them that would force them to accept the tentative agreement that had been reached by the negotiators um that included like maybe i think like one paid sick day and congress tried to pass a second bill that also that upped that to seven days but it didn't pass it didn't uh, beat the filibuster in the senate so it could not be that good old filibuster yeah, again. of course. So it couldn't be passed, um, the extra sick days. Um, so Biden is signing this shitty, con- the, into, into law, this shitty contract that has been forced on the rail workers um, because, God forbid, the economy be hurt by a railroad strike. The railroads are going to go on strike anyway. Yeah. It's called a wildcat strike. It means that the strike is not sanctioned by the unions or, like, like their overarching union. 
but who's going to fucking stop them? Right, and rail workers are hard to replace. It's a tough job. Uh... It's an incredibly difficult, dangerous job, and it's insane that they don't have sick days. Yeah. And it's like one of those things that's like, oh, so if it, they're so important to the economy, why don't we pay them well and give them what they're asking for? Yeah. As opposed to they're so important to the economy, so we have to avert a strike by forcing a shitty contract onto them. Like I told you guys that like years and years ago, I was going through the process to like begin as a uh, train conductor, didn't I? <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Yeah, it this was, feels like something that you told us, but I don't recall it. It was when I was working at the casino and I very desperately wanted to leave. And like one of the, You're like, I will take anything. Let me go yeah. be a train conductor. And like the pay didn't seem terrible. I mean, compared to what I was making. But like the biggest mm-hmm. issue for me was like there are no paid sick days. Also, like when you start out, you are basically on call and you will probably work seven days a week, like multiple weeks in a row. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like the the crucial infrastructure of the country should not be uh, dependent on like overworked exploiting. and extremely tired people. <laughs> like, yeah, driving big fuck off metal like snakes across the country. Yeah. Like anyway, I am excited to be part of the upcoming general strike that is about to. Uh, Sweep across the country as uh, we are still, as of this same Sunday, on strike over at HarperCollins. Yeah, that's uh... day eighteen, baby. What's the uh, est- what's like the estimated amount of time these should normally last? Um, I mean, we didn't have any idea how long it was gonna last. Last time Harper had a strike that was uh effective, it was seventeen days, so we beat that record. Um. We haven't actually heard anything from management yet. Who can say? Um, they know where to find us. <laughs> um, but every time anything, ha- any we hear anything from like inside the company, it just makes everyone angrier and more determined to stand outside and yell some more. So like, even if it does go into like January, like we're not going anywhere. Like people are pissed. Yeah, stay strong. We are. Thank we you. are here yeah. for you. How can people help with a strike? Whether it's uh, you're specifically, or the rail workers, or Starbucks, or any other company. What's what's something people uh, can do to help out? So the most important thing when you are trying to support a strike is to listen to what the union that is striking is asking for from people. Like a lot of people have been like, "I'm boycotting Harper Books because Harper is on strike," and like that's not what we want because that keeps money from flowing to authors, and authors are just as precarious of workers. As we are, if not more so, because they are all freelance. Um, So we don't want to, like, like, you want to listen to what the actual union is asking for. Um, You can almost, it's almost, there's almost always a financial way to support. Like, you can support our strike funds. um, Is, if you go to Linktree, uh, the Linktree is slash HTP union. Um, You can find all of those details there. But I'm sure, like, the Warrior Met Coal Strikers have something somewhere where they're looking for money the starbucks people the uh motherfucking the the college students the forty five thousand college students in california who are on strike could probably have a strike fund somewhere like um just make sure you're talking like if you're and if you want to send any sort of physical thing make sure you're in contact with someone on the ground to make sure that they're going that it's going to the right place and that it's something that's genuinely needed 
because like one day we had a stack of donuts that was up to my waist, like boxes of donuts. And we were like, we so understand that people see us striking and they want to bring us some snacks and a dozen donuts is pretty easy, but like we don't need any more donuts. Right. <laughs> we have had, we have been keeping the entire like uh, busker and houseless population of the financial district fed for the last like three weeks because we just have so much food and coffee. Yeah. That's a good knock-on effect. Yeah. And like, yeah, and it's like, that's, actually, that's, like... It, it could be worse. Like, at least we're, like, but, like, I have, we're all just like, oh, my God. We've been sending home, we were, like, like, threatening people, like, take home a bagel. There better not be any more bagels on this table. Um, the, I saw yeah. someone's, I saw someone make a point, and I don't know if you saw this, um, people were leaving bad reviews for... Uh, Harper Collins. Oh yeah, so it made Harper Collins feel bad. But then people said, "Don't do that." What's your uh, What's your? I mean, I I kind of understand, but for the listeners, like, what's kind of the uh, rationale behind why that's a bad idea? Yeah. So I mean, the way like I don't. We've been asking people to hold reviews of books until after the strike is over, not to not to tank individual authors' reviews because that can be like that can just hurt a book out of the gate, um, and not to. Um, not to post any reviews that could be, like, mined for content that would replace stuff that we, working on the inside, would have been writing otherwise. Like, um, but we don't want, like, the off, because, like, Harper, like, any publisher is contracting with a freelancer who is an author to create content that Harper is just the, like, the conduit for. Like, we create... Like, the author writes the book, we package it into, like, we invest in it, basically, package it into something saleable. Become a distributor, basically. Yeah, like, distribute it. So, like, ranking individual people's books badly isn't an effective way to communicate anything to the company or to, it just hurts the authors. Um, If you do want, if you're listening to this and you do want to do some stuff online, feel free to, uh, like at like at harper collins like get in the comments like don't be a dick but like ask them when they're gonna talk to when they're gonna talk to the union and you know like kind of force the conversation on them yeah like uh, everyone posting social media stuff for the for the company right now is either management or a scab so like previously we've been asking people not to interact with those handles because there were our union members who were running them but now we're all outside, so... Right. Um, the, speaking of... Like, oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, like... Ultimately, like, the... Like, like one one example of, like, some really good, uh... Like, content that someone posted is one of... There was a picture book, uh... That won, like, a pretty big award. And the author included in all of the graphics that she posted about the award, like a little button that said, I support the HarperCollins Union. So that anyone who shared that would also be sharing the message about the union. Like there was no way for people to talk, say like, oh, congrats on, like I'm sharing this to my story. Congrats on this without like also spreading that message, talking about the strike. So like, that's like a really effective way to like use your platform. Yeah, and speaking of platform, the one thing that I might add is that, you know, as with anything that I've been talking about recently with social media, uh, 
good opsec is a good idea. Uh, please be careful on anything that you post that could possibly uh, damage or call, like incriminate in some way or basically cause harm to the unions or the union members. Um, remember that DMs even on social media sites are monitored by they often be hacked yeah uh they they're often monitored by the social media site itself that data can be bought and sold you know just be aware that the only real like and that's like, like like use signal if you're going to be organizing your own union like yes be, 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 what don't i was going to do that in the dm zone like, twitter be aware that the only safe space for communication in that manner is either physical or some sort of encrypted messaging app like signal like just you definitely don't do this stuff like on teams or zoom or anything company <laughs> yes. owns, like or slack like come on yeah and honestly like even if you are just discussing support of a union in your own company <laughs> like of another union like if i wanted to discuss the harper collins union in my company i should not do it on the company's uh messaging systems uh just yeah, be aware just of be... that kind of thing <laughs> Be like, be smart and exercise an abundance of caution. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I think we did it. We did games, movies, politics. The union minute. Yeah. What more could you ask for, right? It's not a little bit less than ninety minutes. That's 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 about average. And two of us are sick, so like, come on, we're giving our all. I'm sick every day, fam. I'll stop. (laughs) Hey. Hey. No, it's uh, it sucks being sick. I was sick for a whole month, so I'm glad I'm glad I'm on the other side. But um, hey, um, despite being totally sick, nasty stuff, could you hit the people with the uh, social media biz if they want to find more of our content? Yeah, if you want to find us online, you can find, uh, you can first go to our link tree, which is, uh, slash character reveal. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at character reveal. You can find us on Twitter at character rev. You can find us in your browser, character reveal.simplecast.com, and in any of the podcast apps of your choice, um, under character reveal. Uh, you can find Eric by looking into a pool of clear water on a dark night. Um, scry for me baby (laughs) um and you can find me at captain steph on twitter this no queer on tumblr and fellow steph on instagram and dom at brother dom anywhere he wants to be found online um and you can support us in a variety of ways um you could like it like or review us in your podcatcher of choice um you can go to patreon.com slash character reveal and uh become a patron of a dollar or more per month or you could buy some delicious coffee. Yes, you can buy uh, delicious coffee uh, from Grinding Coffee Company. They are our sponsor. We're happy to work with them. Uh, they're a black LGBTQ plus and women-led co- uh, online coffee shop. And their products are delicious. Uh, so I had some want... just today. It oh, was great. I'm uh, stocking up for the holidays for some some friends. So there's there's nothing wrong with that. And, uh, you know, whether you want it in grounds or beans or K-Cups, they got you covered, as well as some cool merch if you want to rep their stuff. It's the holidays, so they have holiday flavors and uh, lots of cool sampler packs if you are indecisive or just want to try lots of different things. That's the kind of person I am. Uh, and they've got a deal for you, so if you want to uh, do a little bit of saving, you can follow the link in our description show notes or go to their site and use offer code character reveal. All one word, so it's two R's in the middle, character reveal. And you'll get 10% off your uh, whole order. That helps us, that helps them, that helps you. It's a triple win, can't go wrong with it. Grinding Coffee Company, delicious coffee for gamers, streamers, and uh, everyone else out there. 
And that is a podcast. You did it. You listened to it. the whole thing. We did it. We recorded the whole thing. We said words. It'll be edited. There's a whole process. This uh, content supply chain is moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. But thanks for listening to us. Uh, we hope to, well, we hope you hear us again next week as well. But until <laughs> next time, see you later. Bye. Bye.